What we do here is go back, 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 back. This is Eat and Drink, the mini episode, hosted by Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Some mature content and language may come up, so consider yourself warned. Now, get ready for Eat and Drink. Last week we did wine and cheese, and now this is a mini episode. But I want to say, I want I want to start talking. Well, first of all, this is Ali Hassan. Hi. <laughs> Just sit here in silence. The first thing I ever learned to make as a kid was grilled cheese. But I don't make it in the typical way that people are familiar with grilled cheese. How do you here in North uh, how do you insult grilled cheese? How do you offend? Because I remember cheese making eaters? it for Amanda one time, my wife, and she's like, "That's how you make grilled cheese." Like, oh, that's the first way I ever learned to make. Grilled and cheese. this was uh, independently, or somebody taught you this. I don't know. Maybe. I I don't know. Well, has your mother or father ever made you a grilled cheese? Is it different? Do you have a unique way compared to the rest of your family? I think. I think this is. I must have been taught, or I must have seen something okay. like this. So what I would do here, is maybe. I would take, as a kid, toast bread. What we call toast bread. What do you call that bread? We call it bread, buddy. Yeah, but we don't call it bread. <laughs> That's not bread for us. When you say toast bread, you mean a loaf with in uh, slices. Yes. Because okay. <clears throat> as a kid growing up, I was used to the traditional Italian bread. So the calabrese bread, which is a big, crusty sure. round circle or baguettes or <clears throat> a variety of like rustic looking bread. Yeah. So we would always distinguish it as a kid as toast bread yeah. or pane, our regular bread, pane, pane being uh, Italian for bread. bread. Panino being little bread, yeah. which we make sandwiches out, which people know. And they'll say paninos, which is not the pluralization of the word in Italian, which is panini. And then they'll say panini when they want the singular right. panino. So anyways, enough about that. <laughs> so I would take my toast bread, which my me and my sister will still call it toast bread to That's each great. other. Yeah. Get the, get the bread. What do you want? The toast bread or the regular bread? No, no just the toast bread. Okay. Um Put it in, in the in the toaster. So even if it's not toasted, it's still called the toast oh, bread. Oh, yeah. Because that's it's destined for toast. You know, that's what it's used Because for. what else do you do with that garbage bread? You could not toast it. You just make a sandwich with some cold cuts and whatever in it and have it, you know, if it's fresh, fresh. If fresh. I'm using cold cuts, the last bread I'm going to use is toast bread for my cold cuts. What I'm going to use baguette. I'm uh, going to use calabrese bread. I'm going to use situation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't bagel. Know I'll life. even use a bagel before I'll use toast bread. Okay. Okay. A lot of hate for something that you brought in your house quite a bit there, Marco. A lot of we're, hate for a product that you really purchased we quite didn't, often. We actually didn't have toast bread in the house. That okay, so back to my grilled cheese. Toast it. I put in the toaster. Yeah. The toast would come up. I would slice my cheese. General, generally speaking, you might remember this from the episode before. In my house, we would have friulano. So I would use friulano or if we had the American cheese, that cheddar cheese, those slices, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Put that on the toast bread. Put them... Put, Put them face up with one slice on each. Put in the microwave for 30 seconds what till it melted. Okay. Smash them together. That was my grilled cheese. It never gets grilled. Yeah, I guess you're right. It never gets grilled. <laughs> I never thought of that. But there wasn't a lot of copious amounts of butter on it. It wasn't. It was fairly light. A light snack. It was fast to make. I didn't have to heat up a pan. And as a kid... It was very easy to do. The fact and that I your still wife, do it. I still do it to this day. The fact day. that your wife stays with you, despite the fact that you're doing that still to this day and calling it grilled cheese, is a testament to what an understanding, open, tolerant person she is. Then let me ask you this. What was the first thing you made as a kid? Well, I actually, idiot that I am. Yes. I 
insulted my mother's sandwiches. I don't know if I ever told you this. She used you to, did say it on I the air. I did say yeah. that, right? So I, she, God bless her, you know, 50, 60 hours a week she's working. At night, she makes a sandwich. It's tomato and cheese. What happens with tomato and cheese and bread? It gets pretty soggy. So I would have soggy sandwiches every day. And I'm looking at my buddies who I go to school with. Some of them, you know, mothers or housewives are really making gourmet lunches from my, you know, young brain perspective. What's a and I got, gourmet kid's lunch? Well, like, it's like different containers. It's compartmentalized. Oh, okay. Zach Moose had corned beef on rye. I'd never had rye. I didn't even know what corned beef was. Then there was a container of pickles. Then there was a separate container of chips. Then there was some other vegetables. I don't know this Zach Moose, but I think I'd be friends with him. Oh, man. He was the best. I, he was his mother babysat me. It was like a, it was, it was like paradise every single day. Amazing. Anyway, so... Um, we would, uh, you know, soggy sandwich. And then I, uh, one day I said to her, I go, your, your sandwiches taste like shit. Wow. And that did not fly as it shouldn't have. One of my kids. How old were you? 13 or 14. Wow. Old enough to know better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I had rage issues. Come on, man. Wait, the first meal you ever made for yourself was at 14. So then the, I, Dude, I was making, making these grilled cheeses that you shit talk when I was like eight or nine. But you make them to this day. That's why I'm shit talking them. You know better. When, you when, know better. When you're a kid and you make something that's fantastic, you stick with that. Microwave grilled cheese. Anyway, listen, I don't even know where to start with okay, you, but I, tell, I, tell me, Tell me about this. Already, so, so then you're the bad guy. I was making my sandwiches. Yeah. I was making omelets. Okay. And that I was the put, first thing you made as a 13-year-old I, I think kid? I made that previously on weekends. Okay. So now it's like one of the few things I know how to make. So now I'm taking bread. I'm putting an omelet in it. My dad would always buy boursin cheese. I don't know if you know what yeah, boursin I mean, is. This on. French cream cheese. It's amazing. So boursin and then like a, a, an omelet. And, you know, the omelet would have like black olives in it at some point. I was like searching for how do you make a... There's no internet. You know, we don't right. have any like cookbooks in my house for at that age right. for, you know. So without guidance of any kind, just like real experimentation, yeah. um, I was a guy taking... Omelette and uh, French cream cheese sandwiches to uh, to school every day because of my big mouth. I, right. I, you know, I, I screwed myself over. But in the end, it worked in my favor. We are now, so we're in a situation in my family home. I got daughters who are 16 and 14. Okay. And a lot of 16 and 14-year-olds making their own breakfast sure. and making their own lunch. And we're not talking about, you know, put some cereal in a bowl and there you go. I mean, we could even be talking about that. Okay. Because I don't think that constitutes making a meal for yourself. No, no, no. Okay. Not at all. My girls can absolutely do that. Sure. I live in fear of my house burning down. Oh, man. I just live in fear of... And, and, right. and if I do it, it's one thing. But if one of my kids do it... Do you, I have, mean, do you have a good insurance policy? I think we do. Because I think that's what you need to make that's sure. That's really the issue uh, here? Yeah. I don't know. You know, because the 16-year-old, sometimes my wife and I want to fuck off. We want to sure. go somewhere. Yeah. We want a movie. Yeah. And my, we have a popcorn machine. So even with the popcorn machine, you're like, unplug this thing, right. don't overheat it, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, just because kids are careless. Kids are careless, yeah. Like, do we tell you every day, make your bed, you don't make your bed. We tell you every day, don't forget your water bottle, you forget your water bottle. Like, there's just, like, you know, this is, I'm turning into my dad. My dad used to be like, you know, when I told my dad that I was marrying my wife and she has two daughters. Right. He went back 20 years to something he said 20 years ago. He goes, Ali, you don't even, 
you don't even know where your contact lenses are half the time. How are you going to take care of two children? You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. don't want to be that guy. I don't want. I want to be more supportive and encouraging. But I think at the end of the day, it just means practice over and over right. again. Practice, and you just have to be like, and turn it off, and turn it off, and as soon as it's off, you put it into the oven or sure. whatever, you know. But I want to. Uh, let me just say, this is what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah, I'm I trying to figure out what you're children say. Okay. to be some to be the type of kids that microwave grilled cheese and then say, "Here's a grilled cheese." Ha- have you ever had my grilled cheese? Listen, I'm putting my palm in the face of a guy who tries to give me microwave grilled cheese. Have you ever had it? I have not. Okay, then. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm being very close-minded because uh, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. One day you're going to be home, yeah. and you're not going to be in the mood to pull out a pan. And we whatever. don't have a microwave, Mark. Oh, you don't have a microwave? No. It's okay, so heat it in, in the house. salamander then. Salamander? Oh, you don't have a salamander? Of course we have a salamander. Okay, so then heat it in Why the salamander. Why don't sal- I use Actually, a griddle pan? I'm going to be honest with you. At the time when I was a kid, we didn't have a microwave. We had, what do you call those things that they're like little ovens you would you would like An open up? An easy bake Betty Crocker no, oven? No, no. The proper ones for for. For households, a toaster what? oven. A toaster oven. I would use the toaster oven. I wouldn't use a microwave. I use a microwave today because we don't have a toaster oven. But when I was a kid, I used to put those babies in the toaster oven, plunge the little toaster oven thing down, okay. ping. I'm going to tell ready. you something. That's fine. That's called a toasted cheese sandwich. No, it's called the grilled cheese. That, in my there's house. no grill, bro. Where's the grill? Have, have some respect. I don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> That's what I made as a kid. You know what I taught my niece to make? Let's hear. And how old is she, by the way? She's eight, turning nine. But okay. I taught her this last year. Um, last year, so she I think she was seven, seven, turning eight. I taught her how to make espresso coffee in the um, espresso maker, the Bialetti. That you put on the stovetop. Yeah. Would you trust her? Like you just sit in the in, in the uh, living room and go, hey. Go make me an espresso. No, not yet. Not yet. But I taught her but the procedures. Go, yeah. I told her like what each thing was called and how much water you have to put in and the vessel. And I explained how it worked. And now she's like, Zio Marco, do you want me to make you a coffee? And I'll be like, yep. And I'll be there with her as she does it. Zio, by the way, for those who don't know, means jerk. So, right. Uh, jerk, jerk Marco. Jerk Marco. Yeah. <laughs> means uncle. Uncle. I know. Zio, and Zio. Uh, and uh, then I'll put it on the stove. And I just tell her, I go, you make the best coffees. And I'm doing that. For when I get older, yes, and she's older, and I don't have to, I don't have to leave the couch, and I can say, so Mia, hard. can you make me, a, can you make your Zio coffee? And yeah. because I'm telling her how great her coffee is, which is not a lie, she makes great coffee because yeah. I'm there to make sure it's the proportions right. I like. She's <laughs> always like, I've been told I make the best coffees. I go, your coffees I enjoy more than anyone else's coffee. She's happy, and together sure. we're making coffee. So that's sure. that's how I approach that. I hope that works out for you. I'm doing that same sort of lying brainwashing with my son. Is it working? Four. Okay. Who knows? What I say to him is like, <laughs> buddy, you're the best eater in the house. Nobody eats as well as you do. And is he? I, he does. Yeah. Right now, yeah. But before him, the seven-year-old was the best eater in the house. Oh. And then all of a sudden, gagging on mushrooms. Oh, I don't like pineapple. It makes my throat itchy. I don't like this cheese. Can I, I'm like, what, buddy, what happened? What happened to the guy who that was like, the best eater. remembered everything? He yeah, lost his so, title. Yeah, exactly. He's, lost, he's been dethroned. Is it difficult when you have a child who doesn't like something or has an allergy to something? 
for you if you like that food item? It's a goddamn nightmare. Like, give me an example. No, it's not a nightmare. That's too much. You know, because I, I, I don't I don't shit on allergies with kids. That's no fault of their own. Right. Right? You can't do anything I blame about the parents that. a little bit. I mean, I would like to. You I would like have had to. better genes. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look no, at okay, it. Okay, okay. So you don't blame the parents. You don't. Sorry, that's me pouring water, not peeing yeah, in yeah, a cup. Yeah, you okay. don't have to apologize for that, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> he wet yourself out yeah, of fear of all the children who will write in and be like, we'll kill you, bro. No, but seriously. Okay, so, le- so Look, I what's know, your experience? I don't have, I don't have Allergies. fussy. No, I don't okay. have fussy eaters. Kids are not fussy eaters. Mm-hmm. That said, they're not exactly enjoying everything I'm making for them either. And my mother, my wife has to yell, like, don't you understand? Papa was a chef for 12 years. You're not yeah. going to get food like this anywhere. So there's a lot of that. They're like, yeah, it's fine. Thanks. Like, right. I'm, I'm, after three hours of slaving over a nice sure. dinner, I'm taking like seven pictures of it for Instagram. They're like, thanks. They don't have the appreciation sure. for food. And My friend, I remember as a kid, my family, my mom and my grandmother making pasta with the pasta maker, yeah. rolling it out, making fettuccine and having it. And not giving it a second thing, thinking this is what we do. Yeah. I can't remember the last time we made pasta. But I miss those days today. I can think about it. It's like, why didn't I enjoy that pasta more? That's why wasn't I present when I was and, having it? And that it? is the goal, yeah. to make sure that my kids grow up to have nothing but regret. Sure. They, to, to recognize that they were awful. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and as you were. As you were to as your mom. I was, yeah, there you man. Go. Dude, if I, one of my kids said, this tastes like yeah. shit, they're going to go live in the yard for three days. There they're going to go. just, I'm like, you're out. You're not allowed in. My friend, I cut you off, sorry, halfway through what you were saying. Man, I don't even remember what I okay, was saying. So. I'm on top of the world here, but I, um, I'm just saying that I. The, the bottom line is here: when do you get your kids to cook? Because right. now we kept saying soon, soon, soon. Yeah. Now my eldest is 16. Let's say she moves away in a year from now. All of a sudden, it's hitting me: what is she going to be able to make yeah. for herself? She's going to live on. She's going to live on uh, cereal and cheese sandwiches right. the rest of her life. This sure, is terrible. grilled cheese, yeah. So anyway, I, I'd love to know how, and I'm, I'm a chef for God's sake. Like right. I'm an embarrassment to myself. No, why? You're, well, somebody asks my daughter, like, oh, what, what does your dad do? And well, he does a bunch of things, but yeah. he was a chef for many years. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, really? Didn't you just put But can't you teach her the basics and say, here's what I used to do when I was a kid. I used to make these omelets. Let me show you how I do it. Here's sure. the sandwich. I don't now really I want like to... eggs. I don't know if I would make the omelet. That's going to be her thing. You know, like you say, doesn't... I don't care. I want you to make it for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it. You know, there's one thing that I detest, and this happens everywhere, where you go to a restaurant and they have a kid's menu, and they got the same three things on a kid's menu. Chicken fingers, hamburger, fries. They don't do that in Europe. You don't go to a restaurant in Europe where they're like, oh, would you like a kid's menu for your child? It's like, no, no, this is what we have. Does your kid want to eat good food or not? Marco, my wife and I fight about very little. Okay. Which is amazing because okay. she should be fighting me with me regularly on what I sure. need. But that's the one thing. We go to a restaurant yeah. and my she'll now she's sixteen, but when she was fifteen, still sometimes she'd be like, Can I just get something from the kids' menu? I'm not that hungry. Right. And I'd be like, No. Yeah. And my wife would be like, Just we're in a restaurant, let them eat what they want. I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I'm like, We're in a restaurant yeah. so that these guys can appreciate different food yes. and learn how to eat stuff that's out of their comfort zone. Which is like uh, quite pathetic to begin with. Sure. You know? So, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to hear from listeners about that. I just, I am, I just despise the kids' menu. Yeah. I took my niece, so she came over. This was last year. She was eight. And we're like, we're going to take you to a proper fancy restaurant, I said to her. 
and she was really excited. She goes, can we have appetizers? I said, yes, we nice. can have whatever you want, right? And she was really into, like, she wanted to, like, talk to waiters and stuff. I remember her saying, I would say, waiter, this and that. So we're t- we take her to this place near our house that does pizzas and pastas. So we're there. We're like, it, and it's kind of a fancy looking place because it used to be an interior design shop that they made into a restaurant. Oh, nice. So it looks fancy, but it's really casual dining, right? But we knew it would impress her. And when I called in, I made the reservation. I said, I'm taking my niece. It's going to be her first. Baldessari? Fa- no, it's no. called, um, that's a great. No, it's, um, uh, oh, I can't think of it now. We had our. Uh, we'll tag it in Instagram. We'll tag, we'll it. tag oh, it. Oh, it's so good too. Terrazza. Terrazza on Harvard Street. Have you Man, been there? Are you kidding? That's my friend who owns that Frankie place. Frankie Pizza. Frankie Lasagna. Frankie, Frankie Lasagna. Pizza. Frankie Lasagna. Yeah. yeah. I know a Frankie Pizza. That's why I said oh, Frankie Lasagna hilarious. is fantastic. That's we need to get him on the show. Then. Yeah, it's a great yeah, restaurant, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Of Have course. You, you've eaten there, right? Yeah, it's beautiful we've eaten there inside. Dozens of times. Yeah. I love it. Okay, we got to go there. It's like around the corner, my I friend. Know. Okay, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. So, where's this? Sorry for anybody who doesn't live in Toronto, but if you do, La Terraza is to be tried. And Wonderful. it's a place where it's like, you're only going to see locals. It's not going to be bullshit. Great yeah. food. All right. So I take her there, right? And as soon as they get there, they're like, oh, is this Mia? Is this, oh, we got the perfect, they had a beautiful table. I wasn't expecting this. They had a beautiful booth table. They put her on the chair that was like the prime chair and she felt like glamorous. I was parking the car. I get back there and my wife and my, my niece had been looking at the menu. I'm like, all right. And like the waiter comes. And I'm like, oh, I know what I'm going to have. And my niece is like, I know what I'm going to have. And my wife's like, I know what I'm going to have. My niece is like, I'll have the salmon with the broccoli. And I'm like, looking at the menu, and it's like the highest priced item on the menu. And I'm like, I thought she's going to have a pizza or a pie. She's like, I'll have the broccoli with salmon. And as an appetizer, I'll have the, I can't remember what she had. But once again, she picked an appetizer that I wouldn't expect a kid to have. Like, it wasn't like mozzarella sticks. She picked like a... I'll have the bacala in with the um, side squares or whatever she had. I'm like, well, who is this person, right? And then at the end, she goes, I know you went to a lot of trouble to bring me to a nice restaurant. Thank you. I was like, wow, like who's That's heartwarming. This is like my niece at eight. That's heartwarming. So then you go, thank you so much. Also, you owe me forty bucks. Yeah, and I wasn't here to. Her meal was like fifty-two bucks. Mine and my wife's meal was like, you know, twenty-two. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is the lesson you learn when you lesson have a kid who's a bit of a, a kid gourmet. Drink, uh, sambuca yeah. Shots. But yeah, that, that was a, a fun experience. And I think it was because in my, in my sister's home and my mom will cook and she'll be like, they'll just, my mom will cook what everyone's going to have. And my niece and nephew, they just eat it. Yeah. And if they don't eat it, my sister's just, I, I don't care if you're not going to eat it, but I want you to try it. I want you to at least try it. That's our house. That's our house. So we've been working on that whole uh, angle. Sure. The rule is you try everything. Yeah. You don't have to fill your plate with it. I'm not trying to stuff my mm-hmm. kids beyond belief, but you try everything, no yeah. matter what. Oh, you don't feel like eating that too much? Thing? Right. Especially with the younger ones. They have days where they're not that hungry. Then you know that another day is coming yeah. where they're just going to be an empty pit. Sure. You know? So you're like, okay, that's fine. But the making their own food, I just live in fear all the time. So I think I got to get them to make salads, bean salads, you know, salad dressings. A caprese salad is really easy to make. Sure, it has sure. three ingredients. Yeah. You can explain it's the color of the Italian flag, yeah. a bit of Those olive oil. Those three ingredients being basil leaves, uh, cheese, uh, bocconcini, bocconcini yep. and then uh, tomatoes, yeah. fresh tomatoes, yeah. You can even use burrata. We were talking about burrata, oh, which we love burrata. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Do you have uh, basil grown in your garden right now? I don't. Oh, you don't, eh? I don't. Um, the grocery store across the street is selling it for a big bunch for next to nothing. I'm well known for killing a basil plant regularly. Well, why don't you get your kids to grow it? 
You say, I bought you a present. Yeah. I want you to take care of this. I love I'm it. I'm going to teach you how to make I love it. stuff with it. But this is exactly, you know, that farm to table uh, yeah. idea. The idea is, you know, with your kids, it's like, look at where food comes yeah. from and then look at how you can put it in uh, in meals. Imagine we lived in California where we could grow things in our garden all year round. I don't even. I don't I even want to. I got a yeah. buddy, one of my closest friends, calls me every month. My lime tree's doing well. Oh. Oh, my mangoes are ripe. Shut up. Stop calling me. I knew a guy who was like, we have this stupid grapefruit tree in front of our house, and it makes all these grapefruits, and they fall to the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you letting them fall to the ground? Yeah. Oh, because, you know, the first years we were really into it, and then we were like, oh, we're not going to make grapefruit jam. We're not going to make this. I'm like, You're, you've offended me in so many ways. So many ways. I know. You do not let good fruit go to waste. You learn you learn to eat the grapefruit. When it's grapefruit time, you eat that grapefruit. Well, this buddy of mine has some friends in Long Beach. We went to their house, two orange trees in their yeah. front yard. Not a large home. Yeah. Two orange trees in the front yard. So what they do is they have the neighborhood kids come. Yes. They go, this is the stick. Nobody climb up the trees. No. I'm not trying to play, pay any stick. lawsuits. Yep. And yep. Use this stick and you can take as many Beautiful. oranges as you want. In my household, my dad had a two-tiered garden. And you know what it's like when you have zucchini, right? Yeah. Zucchini is ready. It flourishes. And you just got to be able to eat the zucchini. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So we would start with the zucchini blossoms. Then it was like zucchini, zucchini with every meal made of different ways. And you don't make a twist. If you make a twisted face, you're not going to get another plate in front of you. You eat that zucchini. Yeah. And now, whatever. Zucchini is not my favorite, but I will eat it because I know... There's nothing better than eating something that was freshly picked from your backyard. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Well, get your kids out there. Get them acquainted with food from like uh, step one to the final step when yeah. it goes in their mouth. And um, tell me uh, tell me what the first thing your kids uh, cooked yeah. on a stove. And tell me and how you, you make grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Please write in and uh, and school this guy. Thank this you This so was much. a bit of a maxi episode. We, we oh, went no. over our mini episode time, but I hope you enjoyed it. It's passion. When somebody when somebody starts with something as offensive as your grilled cheese <laughs> recipe, we're obviously gonna go. I'm gonna have people write and say, "I tried your grilled cheese, your non-grilled grilled cheese sandwich, and it was the best thing I've had." That'll uh, that'll be an issue. All right, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. All right. Take care. We'll see you again soon. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at podcast eat drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.